irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Radio Show, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Jackson Foundation. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am TJ Jackson, and with me I have two of my brothers, the only two I know. I was going to say, do you have more yeah. brothers? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe you guys don't know yet. Uh, do you guys want to say hello? Hello. What's up? Can you say our names? Mm, sure, why not? Todd and Taro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, you guys? What's uh, up? What's going on, TJ Jackson? How you doing? Um, <laughs> I'm a little tired. Yeah, you look Terrell's tired. Terrell's a little tired, I'm and tired. I'm trying not to catch the vibe that he has. Cause <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm ready to go, though. I had some coffee, and I'm, I'm ready. Good, good. All right, we're live on the Power of Love radio show, so if you're listening to us right now, thank you. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Later on in the show, we will take phone calls. We are going to open up the phone lines today. The phone number to call and contribute to our show is 323-203-0815. Again, it's 323-203-0815. You can always comment or have a question or anything pertaining to our topic or just anything. You can always reach out to our Twitter. Our social media stuff is up and running, as always, and Todd is on the lookout to see if there's any great contributors. But to reach us on Twitter, make sure you tweet us at DDJ Foundation. The so letters DDJ and the word foundation. That's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Terrell. What's up? You want to do the disclaimer? Nope. <laughs> All right. Todd, do you want to do the disclaimer? Nope. What do I have you guys here for? I swear. <laughs> I don't do the disclaimer. All right. We're not, we are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it. We've learned from it. And we want to share our opinions and what we've learned from it uh, to you to help you overcome or, or get through any situation you're dealing with. Um, that's pretty much it. I think society does a, a job some, for some reason uh, the people in society all of us tend to isolate ourselves and not really talk about loss but we're trying to reverse that trend and trying to speak and, and to contribute and, and help us all get comfortable talking about it as we always say loss is part of life and the better we can um, understand it the better we can grasp it and, and learn from it the better off we will be saying that if you need professional help we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not rely on us. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, let's start with the weekly rundown. How was your week, Terrell? Um, my week was fine. It was it baseball? I think we lost again. <laughs> no. Uh, Terrell, yeah, I think we won. Remember? Who did we play last? I don't no, know. Who, who did you play? Last? I think we won. We did win. Right, did. We won. Okay, so you won. We won. We beat the last place. It was a battle for last. Good. So we're not in last place. Well, that's always good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but um, all teams make the playoffs, so we have a shot. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're going to keep us posted with how your team does. Yeah. What, what else? I have a shot. How else was your week? Um, good. Anything other, else going on? Um, not necessarily. Music. And then Bryce had school play. Yeah, I saw that. It was really cool. <laughs> it was pretty. Funny. I saw your on Instagram. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They all. It was the Beatles. It was called "Get Back," and all the kids sang a song, and it was really, really cute in the beginning, and uh-huh. then it seemed to get a little bit long. So were all the performance Beatles performances? Yeah, they were all Beatles. Oh, songs. That's cool. But it was really good. It was fun. Yeah, it looked, it, good. It looked really good. Good yeah. idea. Do they always do the Beatles every year? I don't know. It's the first time I've seen it. Okay, cool. So. That was good. It yeah, was he, good. he did good, too. Yeah, he was all right. He was shy at the beginning, and then... He broke started, out of yeah, it. Yeah, he broke out a little bit. All right, cool. It was good. Todd Jackson. Yes. How was your week? It's good. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, I mean, I saw... <laughs> saw That's all you got? I mean, what'd you think? 
This is interesting. Oh, is that the movie you saw yesterday? Was it last night? Did you like the first one? Prometheus? Yeah. Well, or, yeah. Yeah, Prometheus. Jeez, mm. I'm so far back. Uh, you you don't watch like those it. movies, yeah. do you, TJ? I don't, but I, I saw Prometheus uh, a couple uh, days before. Uh, what was God, the one where they I'm brought everybody back? Scott fan too. I don't even know who the girl is in that. The aliens. Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, she's not in any of yeah, these. But yet. they brought her back one year, didn't they? That was like 10 years ago. Yeah, that's the last one I remember. <laughs> now, How many I, have they had since then? Two. Two, yeah. Th- th- these are like prequels. Uh, yeah, it's, it's confusing. She's not but born yet. I liked Prometheus. And then I, I, I didn't, I went to go see Covenant, but I didn't make it through. Um, so I can't really comment on it. But from what I heard, it's, it's good. It's a it's a return. It's like a mixture of Alien and Prometheus. Okay. It's it's better. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. Anything else in your week? Uh, not that I remember. Okay. Um, I don't really remember my week. I don't either. Yeah. So, sorry, I don't have anything to contribute. Oh, your daughter lost two teeth. I saw. Yes, that was yesterday. Well, Thank I you, Tara. To help you look. Yeah. <laughs> How, natural or did you she do pu- the door she, slam? No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's not my style. That's my style. Um, no, she was. She showed me the morning that she was losing it, and the next thing you know, she lost two teeth. Aww. She pulled the second one out. How and much did the yeah, um, right? tooth fairy get? You know, because I, I know how cheap you are. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A penny this time? No, Taj. Inflation. Something else. She got ten bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, she got five dollars per tooth. Uh, and I, Francis wanted to give ten bucks, yeah. and I said, "Are you serious? <laughs> I got like a dollar or two per tooth." Uh, and she she, she yeah. said, uh, "The two front teeth are, are the big ones, oh, so they yeah. get more." So she she probably oh, yeah. has so many. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, that is very cute. So yeah, she's loving it though. She's smiling and talking to anyone she can. It's pretty funny. Wow. Um, all right. So I think the the main thing. Taj, what words are we watching out for you? You know, right? Huh? You know? You know? Oh, I guess. And what's what's mine? I totally forgot that. Mine is a. Uh? It's I terrible. I don't know. I'm sure they'll let us. You know. don't know what we're talking about. Uh, the words that we say a lot. They guys say that. Yeah. Yeah, we're cleaning that. Well, up. I can tell you what Taj says a lot. You know. You know. Yeah. Well, so you Taj, know. watch your you knows, and I watch my us. I'll try. So what we're gonna talk about though is was the big news of the really the week for the whole world uh, on monday there was a horrible incident in manchester that claimed the lives of 22 innocent people and uh injured many 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 more and first of all my brothers and i as well as our entire family want to give love to everyone uh out there in manchester um who's dealing with it and it's not easy, and we wish we could help in more ways, but we want you to know we're all here supporting you and, and with you. Um, saying that, you guys, it's so tough. It's it's an incredibly tough thing. And I think what makes it, there's always, not always, but there's a lot of incidents where there's you know terrorist attacks that you hear throughout the world. But I think what makes this one doubly tough for for us is that it happened in, in an environment where it's supposed to be incredibly festive and enjoy time and and you know it's a, it's a concert you know and that was one thing and the second thing was that it was a concert of a young star where there was a lot of kids at and it, it's just disheart it's incredibly heartbreaking and it's just really sad and I don't know I just want to make sure we, we send our love mm-hmm. and, and do it gracefully and and make sure everyone knows we are here supporting you. That's um, it's really sad. There's so many different levels um, that it's going to affect people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just the music, hearing her music now is going to, there's going to be a lot of triggers and there's going to be so much healing needed, um, even for the survivors. Yeah. You know, just being in a crowd, just, Anything like that is going to be difficult now for them, I would assume. Um, and just, it's so sad that I saw a picture of this little girl. I think she was seven, you know, and um, she lost her life. And um, who, you, you know, it's like there's so many people that were looking forward to going to see her perform, Ariana Grande. And um, to have that happen 
you know, the way that it did and, and the outcome of it all is just really, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, and, and it's incredibly terrible and it's, it's sad. And I think you, you, you hit something on the head, which I think a lot of media doesn't really talk about. A lot of people don't talk about is the triggers that they're going to have to deal with now being in crowds, like you said, or if they hear an Ariana mm-hmm. Grande song in the mall, or it's going to put them right yeah. back to that situation. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not easy to deal with. That's, that's tough. And I think, which brings me to another thing I actually thought about earlier today. I, I think we as society, we don't do enough, a good enough job understanding that and, and making that known that, you know, cause I, I, was, I heard, uh, I was watching, uh, live in Kelly and Ryan. I, first of all, I mean, I don't watch that show as that's not like my favorite show. I love Good Morning America, and that follows it. So I usually watch them. The there's beginning. nothing wrong with watching live with Kelly and Ryan. It, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I like the view more. I like you know Whoopi and company more. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just never was a big. Live okay. and Kelly fan. I'm just telling it's okay you. okay if you like Kelly. No, no, no. Kind of make a point or something. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm not okay. telling you. I just, I don't know. That, that show's not that great. Okay. But anyway, I mean, I, so, it's cool. Yeah, what's the point? What was the, the point was is is I heard Ryan, and obviously they're both very graceful and, and understanding and sympathetic, but I, I heard Ryan say, and he didn't mean any harm by it, but it, it bothered me a bit because he said, like, he, I may be paraphrasing, but he basically said something about how it's we're going to survive this and, um, you know, it's not going to change anything. And, and I understand the point he was making. He mm-hmm. was basically saying us as humans and we're going to be strong. And, you know, it's like with the Boston Marathon. It was Boston Pride or Boston mm-hmm. Strong. Mm-hmm. I get what he's saying. It's just if if I'm in the inside Right. You may survive it, but I may not. You know what I mean? And, and I always go to the victim, yeah. probably because I've been in that shoe. So it's very innocent how it was said, and I know there uh-huh. was no harm needed. But I think as the media, I think there's there's got we got to think a bit more on how we say that because there are people that are going to be affected by it at at a more personal level, and it's not just a, a news story or or just a. a an attack on humanity it's an attack on a friend or a family member and i think we i think maybe it's just time maybe you know three months need to pass or a certain amount of time needs to pass before you say something like that it am just, i wrong it's not it sounds like when i they say it sounds like they're overlooking and, yeah. I, I, and I, it wasn't like it I wasn't said, meant to sound like it wasn't that. meant it just, to say that's it was, not what it, it sounds was, like i got what he said it just uh-huh. it can't see, i not, looked at it different i mean i see it now i see about the way you just said that because for me I think the word we is very powerful. Yeah. And I, you know, if I'm someone that has experienced something, knowing that someone else, you know, is associating with it as opposed to you are going to survive this or whatever, we are going to survive this makes it sound like we're all in this together. And, you know, there's, I just said that, you know, but the, um, I, I think sometimes being, feeling like isolated is, it's even worse in a way. Yeah. And it, it wasn't that. It was more like, and I don't want to say these were the words that were said, but it felt like. I said, didn't see it. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, I, and I had the worst memory. But something didn't settle right with me because it was like, it didn't, the vibe I got was like, it didn't do what they needed it to do. Right. So it was like, you know, we're, we're still going to move on and, and do this. And, and sure, you know, I understand the concept and I get where he's coming from he wants to rally like you're saying Todd, mm-hmm. around but if i'm in the inside if that's yeah. if i had a child at that concert it's like it's a little too soon for me am i wrong and i and it's such a, i know what you're saying the show it's, but it's if, almost like for those people exactly they succeed but if no one says anything then it's like no one cares either that's the thing too like if it you know i just said you know again but um <laughs> i feel that because it, it i'm not from what I, I've been watching, some of the like celebrity tweets and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well, and this world is like you get in trouble whether you mm-hmm. do one thing or the other. You, you respond too quickly, yeah. and it seems like you're just trying to hop on the bandwagon. You respond too late, and it's like you, you don't, don't care. care. You, I, I tweeted something yesterday, and it was hard for me to tweet, and but I felt like if I didn't tweet, people would think that it didn't bother me, yeah. and and that's the thing, and especially with the love that I have for the the UK in general. Yeah. And so 
it was almost one of those things that it was painful, but it was like I wanted people to know that I did. You and, know, I was, the, see, I was there, like, I support that. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, is it, someone else might say, well, you know, how it, do you. And it's not, and, I, and it's not Ryan's Seacrest's fault. Yeah. It is really not. I just think it's the way our society, and he's 100% meaning well. Yeah. I just think coming from a, a victim perspective, it, it may be too soon to kind of brush it off or, or say, you didn't succeed. You yeah, didn't win. Right. You didn't get what you needed to get done. We're we're, we're good. Yeah. You know that kind of vibe, and those aren't the words he said, but it, it, that's the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was clapping. You know, so it's and it's not just him. And I'm sure it happened on every a lot of talk shows. And that and that vibe of that talk show is very open and conversational. And I just feel like uh, there needs to be a bit more care because you never know. That's a tough one. It's a uh, tough one. Yeah. But there, there's a there's a um, I guess there's a. A, a BBC Radio One big weekend um, like performance thing yeah. coming up, and there's a lot of artists that aren't pulling out of it. They are not pulling. no, and there's and they're basically saying like we're not going to let this you know mm-hmm. the terrorist effect you know. See that's okay. You're saying a lot of you knows. I am. See he, he put it in my no, mind. I didn't put it. I'm. I'm bringing it out. I bet you last week I said probably <laughs> two you know. You probably this, didn't I guarantee talk with you and said last two. Guarantee I don't you. know. I don't think so. But this one I've said about probably 20 in the last. It's okay. Work on it. It's okay. Not all of us can, you know, kick our vices to the curb so easily. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so that's, I almost, well, I did kind of mess up with my, uh, but that's, that's one of the topics we're going to have is, is the role. How should media play it? Um, should should they be a bit more uh, understanding to the victims, especially as soon as an attack happens, or should they should they? It's it's kind of like I think this is an inner battle that families have in general. You know, it's it's when you lose someone, even if it's not in in this kind of way, people some people want to move on with life, and it's like you're not grieving well enough. You know, you, you don't. You know, am I making sense? Uh. No, you're not grieving well enough. Put it this way: if a family loses a child and and the husband goes to work the next day, the wife could say, "Does this not affect you?" Kind of All thing, right. you know. So it's like different people probably recover different ways. Right, so. right. Anyway, okay. So the other topic we're gonna have, Taj, do you want to? It was your idea. Yeah. Do you want to? I mean, explain it, it and describe it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think hey, 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 no ums. Okay, that's my problem. <laughs> Gosh, you can, you can give me one of the two. It's either um or you know. So I got to work with one of them. Yeah, your third one is stuff like that. I do say that a lot. Does he? See, yes. now I'm going to say it a lot because he just said that. Let's hear it, Taj. What's, what's the topic? <laughs> I was, me being older, I'm just amazed at seeing some footage of people. And these are people that aren't, this was brought up probably about a, a month ago when the travel ban, you know, in the U.S., start, they tried to do the travel ban. Why are you smiling? Because you're you you doing know. so good, and I was going to say, you're doing really well because I see you concentrating not to say you know. I did. And then you said, yeah. It's all right. Okay. Well, Maybe we should have, like, a, I don't want to say yeah, drinking game, but something like that. Um, travel ban. The travel ban, but there were a lot of people fighting against it and a lot of people that it didn't affect but they understood the struggle. And I think that, you know, looking back at like civil rights movement and seeing pictures of, of certain people that it wouldn't, wouldn't have affected their lives, but they understood the struggle and they understood how important it was. And um, I think that is, the topic is about empathy and empathy and the, the difference between empathy and sympathy. And I'll give you the definition of both, but basically um, empathy is the feeling that you understand and share another person's experiences and emotions, the ability to share someone else's feelings. So basically it's putting yourself in their shoes, like directly, okay. like feeling it actually. And, and um, sympathy is the feeling that you care about and are sorry about someone else's trouble, grief, or misfortune. So to me, that kind of... S- the way I interpret that, the descriptions, 
empathy is is more of an emotional connection yes to the ones who are struggling or who are going through it yeah where sympathy is just feeling compassion feeling bad or sorrow for that person without really connecting emo- it's very close it's they're very close i think um empathy is and this is i it's callers call in and and if you have a better grasp of this but empathy for me is actually putting yourself in their shoes uh it's actually i don't even want to say experiencing it but like when we lost mom empathy would be something where someone that had lost someone Mm -hmm. is actually feels the pain that we feel in a way they have to they have to do it from an emotional standpoint an emotional connection i think so as opposed to feel bad that it happened to someone Hmm. and um the reason I the reason I it was such an interesting topic to me because I think we grew up very much in an is that a dog. <laughs> it did sound like, it a dog. like a dog. An empathetic family, you know, oh. that really feels when something happens to the world. Uh, our uncle, our uncle Michael, would watch the news and basically would start crying if something sad was happening, and I think that is something where. It is. It's, 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 I think the world needs more of that in terms of empathy. And so um, I, I don't know. I think that uh, if you guys have something to call in about in terms of are you empathetic, like are you, are you more sympathetic in terms of that nature, or um, I don't know. I think that it's a great topic to discuss because it is, there is a difference. But at the same time, it's feeling. And I, I just that image of that, I think it was the civil rights thing um, the Martin Luther King I was I don't know what I was watching but it was just those images of um, of Caucasian people marching yeah. right along him hand in hand and it's like that is such a powerful image because without that it probably wouldn't you know it wouldn't have been as effective and vice versa and that's empathy I think that's I mean that's putting yourself there you know as opposed to saying oh you know I, I hope that it happens or I hope and a lot of people are, are waking up and being more empathetic in terms of they're actually taking action. You know, mm. I think maybe that's it. Maybe empathy is taking action and actually... Do you think so, Todd? I don't know. I don't think it's that. Maybe sympathy... I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost sounds like with sympathy, there's like a slight disconnect. That's what I'm saying. And empathy, you, 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 you know? get in there and you actually try and... But, but is the, qu- the question I would have is, is the disconnect because you haven't experienced it yourself? Because it seems like you care, you want to be there. You're compassionate. Well, you're, you're feeling for them. You're feeling I think maybe because you can't really fully relate. relate. Correct. You can't relate. You know, you know it's a bad situation, but you can't. You've never experienced it. You never had had anything to do with like those situations, so you can't relate. Like for example, like when someone's dog dies and someone's really sad and they're crying and all that stuff. If if you haven't experienced a dog in that connection. You look at that person and you're like, what? But, it's, just but, a, it's just an animal. But to dog lovers like us, it's like, I understand that. I see, get that. I, and I may be wrong. I haven't studied these two terms, the differences. If, if there's any English majors or, or anyone who's listening. Special, please call in. Please call us. And, and, and educate us. us. You have one right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I take someone like Joe, my youngest daughter, mm-hmm. who if someone is hurt, in any way, she'll feel so bad for them. That's empathy. But empathy. is it though? Because yes. she hasn't experienced all the trying to pains. But that she's, she's feeling it. I see. I'm, I'm thinking that's more sympathetic because no. she hasn't. That's, you're saying you're saying her, her empathy, hurt is em- coming from an emotional. Empathy is inside. Feel sympathetic is like more thinking about it in terms of like being like I I understand like I'm. It's more brain. I feel it, bad. Yeah, like I yeah like oh you know he's probably going through a lot. I feel bad for that. Empathy is actually feeling that emotion. Here's, here's another question. Can you feel empathy without sympathy? No. I think they both, there's both, uh, you're feeling bad, like like your spurs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sympathy. Like, I'm sorry your spurs are out of the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, there's like a slight disconnect. Like, I feel bad for you, but I don't really empathize. Like, it wasn't my team. I just... I, I think don't, I don't know. Right, we, we have a call, so let's take our call right. and get some. Maybe we'll get some clarification. Get some knowledge. Jinx. Jinx. Hi, who do we have on the phone with us? 
Um, hi, this is Ebony. What's up, Ebony? How hey, you doing, Ebony? Ebony? I'm doing fine. How about you guys? I'm doing good. good. Hanging in there. Um, wanted to add in on the topic about empathy and sympathy. Let's I actually have a experience mm. to share with that. Let's hear it. Um, okay. Uh, well, back in July 2015, my father died from cancer. And my best friend, Tiffany, she was a huge part of helping me to process it. Mm-hmm. Because she had lost her mother years before. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, a little over two months later, her father passes. Wow. And I was pretty much the only person there with her in the hospital when she got the call. It's like, hey, come down here. Your father's in the hospital. So, so in, in, a, um, in a way, you were able to empathize. Yes. Because you experienced it. You, yeah. See, and, and I think it's coming from an understanding perspective. Yeah. You have to understand You're how that person it. You're feels. You're feeling what they feel. But you have to un- not just feel it. You have to understand how to feel how they're what they're going through because because of your your experiences with it no i I really Mm -hmm. i I really think that's what it is i I think you have to understand ebony was there anything else you wanted to add that's i like that yeah but i I love that um, example i think with me i'd really try to empathize even though i myself may not have experienced Mm-hmm. Whatever they're going through, because mm-hmm. I can say I haven't. <laughs> there's a lot of things I haven't gone through, like some of my friends have. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, but, but I think there's some things, like let's say a friend of yours went through a divorce, and even though you haven't went through a divorce, I think you can still get to empathy by relating it to an experience where you had to end a relationship or there was a big disconnect. So it doesn't have to be exact kind of thing. It's kind of just being able to experience. A similar type of thing that's very close right yeah I I, for me I think so because I think I think that's the misconception I think people think oh well you didn't go through that so you didn't understand exactly that Um, like I I don't want to put everything on race but people are like um, you didn't you don't understand racism because you're not you know, a minority, yeah. and you don't you don't get it, and it's not true. Some someone might actually really be able to understand it and be not only sympathetic but empathize with it, it. it because of a personal experience, a personal experience, and right. it doesn't have to be just because their color of skin is not the same color that they can't understand the struggle or understand what they're going through. And I think I've seen that on social media a lot. Like, oh, well, you're not this color so you won't you don't understand my my fight or my flight yeah and so i think that you can be you can under you can put yourself in other people's shoes and really understand it absolutely i think it's cool Mm -hmm. cool ebony well thank you for your phone call thanks for chiming in thank you guys very much take take care of yourself okay all righty bye i want to say something this is kind of weird but i'll say it anyway please todd I've always, <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh at me, but I think you know since mom was such a strong woman, I've always been empathetic towards women and their struggles and their you know being treated unfairly or being you know. I, I, I no what I I just say you can't say that like that. I, I think you have to say I always sympathize for them. And if you're gonna say you've always empathized, you got to tell me why you you were able how you were able to connect with them i think that you you i think as human beings you still have a side of you that you know is masculine and feminine Mm -hmm. and i think that you know there is a different chromosomes we still have that chromosome so i think you can empathize with a woman i think i i don't know i just i've always connected in that way and i i i don't know it's just weird for me but okay I don't think you have to be a woman to be to understand a woman's struggle or, or fight, you know, in terms of of being treated unfairly or unequal. I, I think you make some good points, Sarge. Make I'm just points. being hard on you. I know. You're playing devil's advocate, it's okay. Of course. Okay, who do we have on the phone with Decent us? Decent host does. Hi, hi, this is Alicia. How are you, Alicia? Hi, Alicia. 
I'm good. Um, I'm calling to talk about um, empathy and, and sympathy. Yes. Um, recently, my best friend's um, mother was diagnosed um, with, I think, with kidney failure. Kidney failure. And um, I have several illnesses myself, so I try to support her um, when she needs it, saying that, you know, while I, I understand that where both of them are coming from in a way because I know what her mother is going through, mm -hmm. but I also see what my my family and friends go through trying to take care of me. Mm -hmm. So it's more or less, I guess, I feel sympathy for her and empathy for her mother. Yeah, see, um, I guess right. that that's where I that's so, where I think you're. I think that's right on. Mm -hmm. I think if you can truly, if you're in those shoes, you can put you you understand what the other person's going through. And then if you can't really, if you're not in their shoes, then you, you can sympathize. And they're obviously both very important traits. They're both very strong. They both involve love and care and, and compassion. And so they're both great. You know, I just think there is a slight difference. It's the connection. Mm -hmm. Or the understanding, I think, yeah. There's the yeah. emotional connection, basically, is what it really is, because. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's highly emotional, sensitive people that I think they really do feel what other people are going through. Yeah, and Alicia, that that's a great. Thank you for 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 contributing because I think that that nails it on the head, in my opinion. In my yeah. Opinion. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. Yeah, thank you for your call. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. We're saying the same thing. You too. Wish you played over. Well, we're gonna take like one more call. <laughs> While these guys talk about Overwatch, touch, we're going to take another phone call. Who do we have on the line with us? Uh, this is Maisha. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you one more time, your name? Maisha. Maisha, okay. How are you, Maisha? I'm well. Good. I was calling to um, talk about the topic of um, empathy versus sympathy. Yes. So empathy is kind of like when you're living kind of like vicariously through someone. Mm. And then sympathy is like um, having compassion. Mm, got it. So do you have so, to, in, in your opinion, do you have to experience what that other person's went through to be empathetic? That's hard because in my line of business, I'm a nurse. So in my line of business, um, I kind of walk a fine line between that because I do feel empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. So, um, like for instance, if a person loses their loved one, like if we're going through a code situation and the person doesn't make it through the code, um, I'm experiencing empathy at that time. So a lot of times I'll have to walk away, even though I'm the nurse on that case, I have to walk away because I don't want them to see me, you know, breaking down because I'm supposed to be there to support them. Yeah. So um, I have to, you know, I really, walk a fine line between empathy versus compassion because as a nurse you're not really supposed to get yourself involved um, now, now, which is now, weird I know yeah it, what is the reasoning I think I know the reasoning but can you elaborate on why you, you're not supposed because you're to supposed yourself. to be a support you're supposed to be a support system and if you're there breaking down more than you know the family you know you're not basically doing your job so okay. you have to kind of separate that um, because your job is to be supportive. You're, you're not supposed to get emotionally involved in, you're not supposed to, but it happens all the time. Yeah. So. And that can't be easy. So an example. That can't Go be ahead. easy. No, I was going to say that can't be easy because pretty much everyone, in my opinion, in the medical field, uh, they're, they're giving people and they're people that relate and want to help, you know? So, so it kind of goes against the grain, in my opinion. I understand the reasoning, but it, it's, it must be right. difficult. And you because, are who you are. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't help who I am. I mean, that's probably what sets me apart from other nurses because not all nurses are like that, but that kind of sets me apart because I do feel empathy for um, people. As an example, um, Carol, I don't need, mean to bring you into this, but I have to. Huh. Um, okay. When you guys were doing your show and Carol was crying and he was sharing his story um, about what he was going through, um, I was crying with him, not only because I'm empathetic and I was feeling what he was feeling, but because I could relate to a lot of the things that he was going through. So that makes it even stronger when you can relate to that person yeah. and you're, you're, you may be going through, you know, the same thing or you have gone through the same thing. 
so that's where empathy comes in and you're actually feeling it in your heart yeah. you know you're actually feeling you know that they're torn that they're um vulnerable at that time that they're being raw you feel that mm. so that's mm. really what makes really what sets it apart from having compassion for somebody where you're just like oh that's too bad or or that's so sad it's it's different than when you're actually having an emotional reaction mm-hmm. yeah see if, i think that's what sets it apart I think it's an emotional connection. If you can connect with yeah, it emotionally, definitely. you know, because I think that's my opinion. But cool. Maisha, thank you so much. Yeah, that was thank great. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank hey, Maisha. Maisha, you still there? She's gone. Yes. Oh, you're still there. No, I'm here. How do you? How often do you hear like Maisha, Maisha? So glad to meet you. Do you ever hear that? Oh, Maisha. I know it's Maisha. No, I, hear, I know it. I but... hear um, people sing um, Aisha, you know that song, or they call me Moisha. Oh, okay, Moisha. I'm just curious. I know, and yeah. I know it's Aisha Terrell. I know it's ABC, but I'm just wondering if she hears a lot. Cool, hurts. cool name. Yeah, they sing that to me all the time. Do they? Do you know Maisha. what that means? Do you know what that name means actually? No. Which is ties into my career. What? what? It means life. Oh, wow. In what language? In Swahili. Oh, see? That's great. Yeah, so that's the, you know, it's odd that my mom would name me that, and then I turn out to be a nurse. That's beautiful. It's not odd, but I'm just living my purpose. There you <laughs> yes, go. You I love it, Maisha. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Thanks for the phone call. All right, thank you. Take care. You. Bye. Bye. Cool. So, that's great. can you have one without the other? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. I actually looked that up. Oh. Did you were doing work too? Good. Oh, my doing work. Can you feel can you feel empathy without sympathy, right? Uh-huh. And it said even though I just lost it. Todd, were you going to say something cuz it just went out on me? Um, no, I was I no. I I'm just really excited about the calls they've been cuz it's given me a better understanding too. I would okay. think you you could have, if you have empathy, then you have sympathy. I don't think you can have sympathy. I, I don't think you can. Wait, it's, you don't think you it's can have sympathy, but not empathy. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have empathy, you also have sympathy. That's can, what I'm. Okay. So can you feel empathy without sympathy? Empathy is understanding how others feel. You don't have to care about their predicament or feel sympathy for them to understand their plight. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone else. Empathy would help you feel sympathy, but you may not at all understand their feelings. Mm. And I'm officially confused. That that I that confused me too. <laughs> so ba- I think it's basically. Let me see if I can. Um, Empathy would help you feel sympathy. Yeah, because you would. Because if you understand what they're going through, you, you're automatic sympathetic. You might, yeah. you probably would feel bad for them, but. But then the, I don't want to hear. Empathy would help you feel sympathy, but you may not at all understand their feelings. Maybe that's maybe you don't. Maybe you, they're thinking differently, but because you yeah. went through something, you're feeling something. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking, Tosh? I'm thinking that. That's what. I, that's what. When you first said it, that's what it sounded like. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if I just confused everyone with that. Yeah, that's but a, that when I look up em- empathy versus what was, sympathy, it, what was what did they say for empathy again? Empathy is understanding how others feel. Okay. You don't have to you don't have to care about their predicament or feel sympathy for them to understand their plight. Yeah. So it's basically just understanding what they're going through. So so you would say like em- empathy is is like when all those people are protesting or you know the gathering or whatever and they're not from that same area like they're not either you know mm-hmm. uh, minority or they're not you know um, LG what's the L LG LGB I, I want to get the yeah, acronym right you know I'm ter- seeing this <laughs> and he's just smiling Terrell's just smiling <laughs> now he's not even helping at all he's like you I'm know. not going to do it you know, sometimes um, you just got a note to keep it. LGBT. Yes. L-G-B-T. And I didn't look that up. It just, I, I just had a degree, you know. Well, I didn't want to get the in the wrong order. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you you still understand the plight, I think, in that way. I don't know. I think you have to have a, a, a understanding of, of how they feel. I think that's the key for empathy. We're going to take. But, go ahead. Let me have a quick yeah, question. Quick question, Tosh. Hello. 
Hold on, hold on, real quick, caller. Hold on, Taj wants to chime. But in. can't you be? Can't it doesn't have to be the exact same thing? Yeah, because you've be be been being oppressed as a minority in terms of if you felt racism, you might also f- understand how they feel about being oppressed as well. Just have to have some type of connection, some yeah. type of. I don't think you have to relation to it. There you go. There you go. All right, who do we have on the phone? Sequoia. How are you, Sequoia? <laughs> Sequoia. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. What you got for us today? Okay, I want to talk on the topic of sympathy and empathy. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, I am very empathetic. Like, I always say empathy means if like someone's saying, I feel your pain, and you actually feel it. Mm-hmm. And sympathy is someone saying, I'm sorry for what you're going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but but even if you don't feel, I'm sorry for what you're going through. So even though you're you're truly sorry, that's just sympathetic. Is that what that is? is that- yeah, it's like you can't actually feel the pain, but you are are sorry that they're going they're through going through that. Okay. Okay. But yeah. empathy, you yeah. can also say the same thing, but you actually feel their pain. Mm-hmm. I think that's spot on. And uh, and it's like, for me, I would say it's like a blessing and a curse. I, it's a blessing because people are more open to talk to me about their situation. If they're uncomfortable talking with someone else, it could be even like a stranger at the bus stop. I just say, how are you feeling today? And they'll tell me like their whole life story. Mm-hmm. And I would have I'm sorry what you're going through, but I actually feel their pain. And I would say it's a curse because it's like I could have had a great day. Someone tell me how bad they're feeling and walk away. And it's like their bad energy is stuck on me. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes hard to get rid of if you don't know how to like ground yourself or like protect yourself from that energy. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's, well, I'm saying it for, excuse me? No, I said that's very true. And I think that's the thing, you know, especially with empathetic people, they have to just be careful because you're you're like a sponge, you know, for good or bad you know, energy. And so you just have to be very protective and careful for that in that way. But I, I think that you're right. It is a blessing and a curse. But I think at the same time, you are helping people too. You have a connection that so so like one of my teachers is a massage therapist and she said one time she actually had a client crying on the table while she was giving her a massage and even though she wanted to talk to her ask her like what was going on but you know in our line of work we can't be emotionally attached to the client so she was like do you need a break did you you need a minute, and if they say no, let's keep doing the massage. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you can do. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Sequoia, for chiming in. Yeah. And contributing, we greatly appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Take care of yourself. Thank you. I have a question. Yes, Taj. Um, do you think women are more? Um, in nature to be more empathetic than men. You know, maybe we all start the same way, but because of the tough guy. No. See, I think women have a, uh, a tendency to be more sympathetic than men. Mm. Because I, I, I feel there's there's a softer side of a woman and, and more nurturing side. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sympathy. But they have to feel it, too. To, no. I mean, because... If they're crying or if they're like emotional about, like, let's say I, I have to, they have to understand, there to be a connection where they, in my opinion, some type of not experience, but an experience where they can relate, they they're con- that draws them in to that empathy, empathy level. Hmm. I think they naturally are more sympathetic. They more they naturally feel bad and want to help, but they don't have they don't. I don't. Th- we all come out of the womb. And we experience different things, you know? We experience different things. I think that's pretty on par with each other for men and women. Interesting. 
I don't have the answer, so of I don't. Of course you don't. Yeah, so. That was the answer. <laughs> I uh, who do we have I on the phone with I disagree, us? but. <laughs> hello? Um, hello? Yes. Um, hi, this is Tiffany. What's going hey. on, Tiffany? Um, nothing much. How are y'all? We are doing good. good. We are doing good. Um, you spoke to my friend Ebony earlier, and I just wanted to say thank you to her because that was really sweet of her to share her story. Yeah. Um, I wanted to chime in on the sympathy empathy debate. Yes. And my part of it is I found that at, with being a dialysis patient, I've actually kind of had to like stop being so sympathetic and empathetic with other people in dialysis. Not not from being you know being evil. That's mm-hmm. that's not in me to be evil. Mm-hmm. But basically for my own sanity because. You know, it's it's not a pleasant place. It's not the best place to be. There's all sort of medical emergencies and complications that can emerge. I've seen the worst that could possibly happen before my own eyes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you it's like, what was her name? My Isha said, where you kind of have to physically remove yourself from the situation. Or, you know, it can tear you down like it's tearing the person down that's experiencing it in real time. Tiffany, I think you you raise an incredible point, and I think you're incredibly well. First of all, I'll say you're brave, but I I think you're I think it's really cool how you brought that up, you know, because I think it's not natural for us as humans to say I'm not. I try to limit how empathetic or sympathetic I can be, but you raise a great point, right? Because at at one point you you can, if you just live in sympathy and, and empathy, you you'll bring yourself down, right? And I, I think you, right. I, I think, and you got to stay strong for your own self, in a sense. Right. That's right. Definitely right. That's uh, Taj, Terrell, You guys have. I, I just think that's trying to control the situation, which which at times you you do. You have to, you know, if it's if it's profession or work or whatever, you have to, you know, draw the line at some point. But what's what's incredible about I mean, and Tiffany's one of. You know, many that have to go through situations where they have to control empathy, sympathy. We heard it from Maisha. Um, anyone who's going through any situation has to have a similar mm-hmm. attitude. How it's just interesting how you have to kind of go against human, mm-hmm. not human nature, but your love to yeah. to be able to stay balanced, right? Right. Yeah, you have to draw right. the line. You have to. That's interesting. Switch. That's interesting. I mean, if if I thought about it enough, I would have came to that conclusion. But I I, I appreciate someone sharing it for their uh, in a real life experience. You mm-hmm. know, so thank you so much, mm-hmm. Tiffany. All right, thank, thank you. you. Tiffany for taking my call. I appreciate it. You you're, you're welcome. Take care of yourself, okay? All right, you All guys right. too. Love you guys. Love, Love you too. too. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Uh, Turia from France sent a quote from um, Mindfulness Wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, about empathy. There's a thing that says at healing and be after it. So I think that might be who actually said the quote or it's possible. It says empathy is seen with the eyes of others or seen with the, sorry, I already butchered. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Let me start over. Empathy is seen with the eyes of another, listening with the ears of another and filling with the heart of another. Mm. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's mindful mindfulness w- wellness. Todd, you gave them enough credit. Hmm? Mindfulness wellness, yeah. right? <laughs> I just playing with you, Todd. <laughs> but no, I, th- I want to make sure I get the resources right. I th- I think that that's it. You know, you got to connect with it and kind of. Ex- I think there's got to be a, a huge emotional connection, and I don't necessarily think you have to experience exactly what that person's going through. You know, if if a person loses their uh, their cousin. And you've lost your your dog, and you can that that dog was everything to you, your best friend, your everything. You can see what that's. You can kind of relate, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that's what empathy is. Maybe not the best example I gave, but you get the point. That you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a direct link. And I think it's an important thing because I think a lot of times we 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 butcher the terms of I sympathize with you or, you know, I empathize with you, and the, you may not be actually doing that. Yeah, yeah, different ways. Okay, cool. So we are the phones are still ringing, but unfortunately we are out of time. It's one fifty, oh, and 
Yeah, it went by fast, huh? Mm-hmm. We are going to do some ending statements. If you're just discovering our show and want to learn more about our foundation, please make sure you go to our website, www.ddjf.org. Again, www.ddjf.org. Again, if you our, our hearts and prayers and, and, and love is with everyone in Manchester and, the, and in the UK. It's, it's been on our mind you know, since it's happened and will be on our mind for a, a long time. And we just want to give love to everyone and you know, encourage you to be strong and, and to let you know we are with you. And um, you know, however we can help, please let us know. Reach out. Exactly. ADEC, the Association for Death Education and Counseling, is an international professional organization dedicated to promoting excellence and recognizing diversity in death education, care of the dying, grief counseling, and much more. So if you need any type of counseling or, or some education on, on dealing with a, a situation where you've just experienced a death, uh, make sure you go to www.adec.org they have a lot of uh, content and a lot of things that can help you and that's pretty much it right guys is there anything else I missed um, no pretty much no, it. yeah this was an interesting but confusing topic but yeah but it, it brought light to me it helped me understand because I never I mean I would just I've always wondered all those terms together I, I retweeted together. on Twitter too GJ had a great tweet about in terms of the definition of it too so check out the twitter to okay our ddgf twitter cool well thank you again to all our contributors our our listeners the community we are not gonna be able to achieve such great things at ddjf without you guys and without your support so your your support is means the world to us and we really want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, we feel that we're growing this thing and and we're, we're becoming a, a great asset to many out there so we want to thank everyone who contributes and, and who participates and shares what DDJF is all about. All right. Until next time, we will see you next Wednesday from 1 to 3. And that is pretty much one it. 1 to 3. 1 to 2. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, My fault. Got to fix it. Yeah. 1 to 2. <laughs> <I'm here for. laughs> we will see you guys next Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Right. Take care. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.